You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brandon Como here with you. Welcome back into Acadiana's Morning News. Joining us now, it is Mental Health Mondays, and joining us on the phone lines right now is duly licensed therapist Hannah Como. Hannah, good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday. And so, you know, one of those licensures that you have is in marriage and family therapy. And so today we're going to talk about family for just a few minutes as yesterday was National Parents Day. And so we want to spend a little bit of time talking about parents in the family unit here on the show. Absolutely, Brandon. And I love this topic because parenting is something that is very dear to my heart. You're right. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And so I understand how difficult parenting can be, but I also understand the importance and how impactful that having the right resources and having the right support um, can help you to really, um, you know, train your kids and help them get where they need to go and support them in every way, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. Yes. And, you know, uh, being parents can be one of the most rewarding yet challenging things that any of you will ever do. And so, of course, we have a lot of parents here listening to the show. And so we want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what the significance of this topic is about in recognizing the sacrifices that parents make and also talking about things that parents need to be able to do to be able to make sure that they're at their best and make sure that they can be the parents that they want to be for their kids. And you are absolutely right. When it comes to parenting, it is one of the most difficult jobs you may ever face, but it's also one of the most rewarding jobs as well. And what we've learned is the emotional support and how we train our kids become very detrimental to how they grow up and what that looks like with their own parenting when they have children mm-hmm. and also how they operate within relationships and, and you know, understanding the right support systems that we give our kids and to also understand that every child is different. So if you have multiple kids, you've probably already noticed that your kids operate a little bit differently. Their personalities are different. Mm-hmm. How you handle them or how you deal with certain situations have to be handled a little bit differently depending on the needs of your child. And so, you know, that's why it's such a um, a big responsibility is because each child is a little bit different and each parent and how they uh, parent their child and, and the challenges that they may face look a little bit differently from other parents. And so that's why it's such an important conversation to have this morning because, you know, as a parent, and as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I understand how difficult this job can be, but also how rewarding it can be as well, and how impactful that how you parent your kids can be a big predictor into how they operate within relationships and other situations in the future. And I think sometimes, you know, going back to every child is different. I think sometimes with all of the information we have at our fingertips, there's sometimes that we can overload ourselves with information as parents in the sense of it's always good to stay educated, to be able, like I said earlier, to be the best parent you can possibly be. But I think when you look at, uh, you know, things like the milestones, for instance, you know, of course we want our kids hitting milestones, but kids hit milestones at different uh, time periods. And sometimes I think society puts a little bit more pressure now on parents when it comes to hitting those certain milestones with their kids. And of course, as a parent, 
you want your child to be able to hit every milestone possible when it's supposed to hit. But every kid is different. And so with that being the case, I think it adds a whole nother layer of stress to parents in today's world that parents in the past might not have faced as prominently as they do today. Yeah, Brandon, you're absolutely right, because living in the day that we live in, we have so much resources and so much information, which is a really good thing because we have more tools, we have more knowledge, we have more help out there and support with books and resources to be able to help parent our kids the correct way. But also we have to realize, too, that you know that, that can also be very overwhelming, just like you said, and understanding that we need to be careful that we don't compare our kids to other people's kids or other situations because like i said earlier every child is unique and different and so they may meet that milestone you know exactly when they're supposed to or your other child may meet it a few months later that's why it's so important brandon for us to realize that we need to support our kid based on what they're going through and what they need in that moment and be careful not to compare them to a societal norm or another child that you see in in your home or other kids that maybe your friends have and to understand that that we need to support them in whatever you know milestone they are at and whatever they're going through and be able to give them the right help that they need at that time and so when we do that it really opens up the conversation that says you know we want to be able to support our kids and love them and accept them and once they understand that and they know that they're loved and they're accepted and and that no matter what they go they're going through that it's going to be okay and that we are their safe place mm-hmm. when we create that emotional environment that's a safe place for them it is so helpful for their development and helpful for them when they're growing and so that's why it's important for us to also realize that that we also don't need to compare ourselves our own parenting to anybody else's parenting because how you operate and how you parent may look a little bit different from someone else's Mm -hmm. but that's okay that's how you choose to parent and yes we want to make sure that we have the all the information we can Mm -hmm. to be able to um, give our kids every uh, success or you know, potential for success as possible, but we also want to make sure that that we're not hard on ourselves because, like I said earlier, parenting is one of the most difficult jobs, and we have to show ourselves some grace sometimes. So what would be a couple of tips or maybe a couple of reminders for parents who are listening? So the first tip that I'd like to give is it's important that parents realize that we need to make sure that we have to take care of ourselves, and so that means implementing self-care. And so parents... Oftentimes, they're always on. It's a 24-7 job. And especially if you have small kids, it can, it can take a lot out of you mentally, physically, emotionally. And so we have to make sure that we are okay as parents because when we are happy and we are taken care of and we're implementing the things that we need for our own mental health, we are going to operate as better parents. And so we have to remember that. And so the number one thing is that you need to schedule out time and implement time for self-care whether you have to take breaks with your spouse or reach out to your support systems, make sure and implement that self-care. The second tip that I want to give is that I want to make sure that all parents understand, like I said earlier, that parenting is a really, really tough job. And there's going to be different seasons that's harder than others. And to realize that we have to show ourselves grace 
just like we would do somebody that we love, whether that's our best friend or our family members or, um, you know, anyone really, that we have to give ourselves the same grace and kindness that we would give to other people and to realize that we're going to sometimes make mistakes and we're going to uh, mess up, but it's important that we always remember that when we do mess up, that we need to take ownership over that and we need to, you know, come to our kids and repair that relationship and let them know, hey, everyone messes up sometimes and makes mistakes, but that doesn't decrease how much I love you and how much I'm trying to be able to support and do all the things that you need. But sometimes even parents make mistakes. And so understanding that we're going to repair that relationship and understanding that when you take that responsibility, it teaches them that when we mess up and when they mess up, that they need to take responsibility as well. So you're really modeling that behavior for them. And the last thing that I would like to give is that I want to make sure that um, that we always remember that no matter how difficult parenting is, is that we always make sure that we have the right support systems in place. Mm-hmm. That we also realize that all of those tools and resources are out there. And when you need help, when you need support, when you need guidance, there's resources and help out there. You know, there's licensed therapists in your local area that can help, that you can reach out to, that not only can help your child, but can help you, you as well when it comes to parenting your child to help you navigate that in the best way possible. Licensed marriage and family therapist Hannah Como, our guest this morning for Mental Health Mondays. Hannah, as always, we appreciate it. Thank you. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. American Airlines shares are losing ground. The union representing American pilots has indefinitely postponed the ratification vote for a tentative labor contract agreement. The postponement comes after the company raised the value of its contract offer to pilots by more than a billion dollars. American says the sweetened offer will match the pay rates and retroactive pay in United Airlines' tentative agreement. Cinemark shares are higher after the strong openings for both the Barbie and Oppenheimer movies. Domino's Pizza's U.S. sales only nudged higher in the recent quarter, though its earnings were better than forecast. Domino's is expecting to see business pick up as it takes orders on Uber Eats later this year. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at matthew-james.com. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
You know, Moon, I said you had three minutes. It's been seven. Seven, yeah, that's about Good right. I Lord. apologize. How y'all all welcome, Moon Gaffon Show? No, I... It was it was one of those deals, Brandy. You should have came back there. Me and me and then nobody would have been. Me and one of the workers got into it a little bit about. uh, He thought it's so hot and the world's you know burning up, and uh, (laughs) and so I I like to stop and explain to people because I. But it also proved because the guy's a very smart guy. <clears throat> the guys that you know, you know who I'm talking about when I say the name. He, he may he, not he, describe himself that way, though. He might not, but he is a sharp guy. He's—I uh-huh. uh, couldn't believe he believed in what he believed. <laughs> I mean, I was just like in shock. Every these people that believe that man's going to control the planet and all that stuff, and and the weather and the weather patterns and all that. And I, I, look, I told you, I look at it, I read it a lot, and I see it from a different perspective than most people. Uh, so we we kind of got into it a little bit. It was, and it ended up being all in fun. But he really believes this stuff. He believes that, uh, you know, we're going to change the world and the planet. we got to do all this stuff. And I think it's pure communism. I'll go to my grave believing what I believe. I don't have a problem with it. <coughs> anyway, how y'all all welcome? Sorry I'm late. That's all on me. It is. But he's a, he's a good friend. I thought you were going to blame him for it. No, 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 no. I ain't going to blame him. I'm going to blame me. Because uh, I was, uh, you know. I was I was in there and I, I did brand. I thought about it. I said, you know, I might be on the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you it, down the hall saying that. Was it nice of me to think about it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, that's uh, that's kind of getting carried away, and I'm I'm real passionate about it because <clears throat> I, I think it's communism, and I, I'm I'm looking at things all over the world and what they're pushing. And I, it, uh, today I, uh, I the article. I wouldn't even start with this, but I will just for a second because I'm on it. Uh, here was an article. Sick of hearing about record heat? Hell yeah. Why don't y'all quit writing about it? <laughs> Scientists say those numbers paint the story of warming world. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? <laughs> and I, that, was the, that was the headline. I, just, I saw those headlines, and I just, I'm, I'm sitting there falling out laughing because there are a lot, of people that, a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me that buy into I just think our biggest hoax ever played on the United States of America. Wait till food skyrockets. You can't find what you want to find because of this craziness. And uh, just just wait. Like I said, I'm going to go to my grave knowing I was right on this. And it's not hard to be be right on it. It's just you look at what the media and what the people are pushing down our throat, and it's just such a lie. Sick of hearing. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing. Why don't y'all quit writing about it? And, and, and by the way, you know what one of the things that God told me when I left? He said, you know, with all the stuff down there, how do you get through all the BS and what's lies? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what they want. They would rather have confusion, you know, with some extreme record, weather records dominating the news. Meteorologists and scientists say records like these give a glimpse of the big picture of warmer planet causing by climate change. Climate changes all the time. Comes from a vibrant reds and purples representing heat on daily weather maps online and t- newspapers and on television. Yeah, go online, go to newspapers, go to tell. We're pushing it, and people are paying for you to, to listen to that. You know, it's uh, beyond the maps and numbers are real harms that kill. More than 100 people have died in the heat waves. Go read. Folks, pull up heat waves every year. And Brandon, by the way, as our climate czar says it, more people have died because of cold than heat. And then, and then you have uh, Joe Biden and them now. Uh, they they want to get rid of gas stoves. I'm not making this up. They don't want to say it. They want to get rid of gas stoves and water heaters. Brandon, what do you? How you heat your water? 
What happens if you got all electric and electricity goes down? What you, what you going to do? You realize how many people are probably being saved in the winter because of a gas stove? A simple gas stove in their house. Electricity's gone, and it's 20 degrees, 15, whatever it is. And that stove is heated up the house and cooked the many hot meals. But they're trying to convince you that a water heater and a gas stove that Biden administration's new efficiency standards is going to make you everything that used to not cost a whole lot of money, they're driving the cost way up with food, too. I read, uh, I was reading one article. I'm telling you, I read this, and I, I, people say, well, you really ought to quit reading this stuff. It drives you crazy, and it does. Here's another one. The earth is screaming at us. <laughs> the earth is screaming at us. Do something about it. And they write these stories every single summer when it gets hot. When it gets cooler, you don't hear nothing. Oh, no, then you get a winter storm, and that's global warming, too. Uh, Louisiana Times article labeled Peak Climate After Floating Occasional Blackouts for the Greater Good. Now they're talking about doing blackouts, a lot of blackouts all over the country. And it would be for the greater good if you didn't have electricity for a few hours or a few days. Saving the planet, saving the world. People are buying into that. They're buying into cow forts. We need to get rid of animals. People need to eat less meat. I mean, all, we didn't know none of this just 10 years ago. We didn't know none of this just 10 years ago. Now look how smart we've got. We are so smart. We're smarter than God. You know. So many people claim they believe in God. They don't (laughs) care less what the word of God says about sex, gender, marriage, and weather. Yep, they're finally saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, tackling climate change would be easy and less expensive if people accepted occasional electrical grid blackouts. How you like that? Shut it down when we got all the oil and gas and natural gas that we ever could need to live on forever through infinity. And we're going to shut it down in the name of saving the planet because when it gets hot, they pick it up. Brandon? Saturday, guess what I did? Guess what I did, come on, for nine hours. What's that? I went fishing. <coughs> okay. I said, that old nasty sun, Brandon, old hot, hot weather. <laughs> like four or five glasses of water, eight. No problem. Matter of fact, to me, it wasn't no hotter yesterday than it was last year, the year before, 10 years and 20 and 40 years ago. But I'm the only one. And it's evidenced by my buddy down the road. Love him to death. As he said, you read all this stuff, you don't know what to believe. It's designed for you not to know. And just eventually, you'll get a, uh, one of those uh, truth czars that Obama and Biden won. They'll tell you how to think and what to believe. <clears throat> Floating occasional blackouts for the greater good. This, this is what I'm telling y'all. I'm not wrong on any of this. I'll be dead and gone, maybe. Blackouts, and we don't have to have any of that. None of it. None of it, okay? And yet, people are buying into this, man. I mean, but every day, 
every day. Every day. That's all they tell you. Then they come up with this headlines. Sick of hearing about record heat. I sure am. I wish you would shut the heck up. <laughs> if you would shut up about it. Because I don't know if it's record or not, but I don't care. Records were made to be broken. Record heat. Always record heat. Record heat. Record heat. Record heat. That's all you hear. You put the news. You can watch a sports show. And out there in this record heat, I'm going, oh, Jesus. I can't watch sports. Put Put it on the, the Western Channel, Brandon. Trying to watch a Western movie, they break a commercial about climate change. I go, oh, my God, you can't run from it. Turn the TV off. Or maybe I'll play a podcast. They'll have a climate change commercial. It's just nonstop. Absolutely nonstop. So, it's, 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 I'm just telling you, and somebody made a good point. In the summer, what are they talking about, Brandon? Climate Global warming. And when they get to winter, they're going to talk about climate change because they, they can't. They always pick it up in June or July and run it down our throats. And people buy it left and right. And they say, well, the science, the science will lie to you. Hell, they lie to you about wearing a mask. <laughs> you think they'll lie to you about this? Anyway, let me take a break. I went a little long, Brandon, because I was in here a little late. <laughs> You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Don't go nowhere, folks. You are welcome. 844-766-6607 is the number. It's a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. We'll be right back. Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work, but I do. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, my name is Rene Girard. The dog. This thing on. This thing on. 
folks do say that. Hi, hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James. <laughs> you know, I said you threw that in there, and I kind of just said, well. There's a reason why I put that one in oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> folks say just... I'm crazy. I'm okay with that because that's what they're thinking. It's opinion. They just like, well, you know what they're like. Uh, hide your gas stove. Hide your water heater. Biden administration set new efficiency standards. They're going to jack the price up. They're going to only get this stuff, folks. Everything's got to be electric. Biden administration is cracking down on water heaters by imposing greater efficiency standards, just like they've done with vehicles. Consumers will have to shovel out thousands of dollars more to install heat pump water heaters rather than conventional storage water heaters in order to fall in line with the new standards released by the Department of Energy. I mean, make it more expensive, make it more expensive, make it more expensive, make it more expensive. Then we're going to, it's going to be, I'm telling y'all, this new world order of energy will be way more expensive. And it would be like, it would be rationing like you've never seen before. Same thing they want to do with health care. They ever get health care 100% of the thing, it's going to be rationed care. The Department of Energy estimates it finalizes save Americans $198 billion and reduce 501 million metric tons of harmful carbon dioxide. We need, say it again, we need carbon dioxide. The plants need it. <laughs> the trees need it. The crops need it. <laughs> Golly. These new standards be approved in order to slash utility bills. Now, they're telling you that these new bills will... These things need to slash. To, it's not going to slash. Think about one concept. If everything goes to electric, you think it's going to be cheaper or more expensive? It's going to be cheaper. I mean, they're more expensive. A lot more expensive. It's going to be so much more expensive. <coughs> then they're going to be saying, like Los Angeles Times is saying, you know, if we had rolling blackouts and we turned energy off for some time, it would be a good thing for the environment. And, of course, they're going to control it. It's uh, gas stoves and water heaters. Cows, and they don't want you to eat pig and cows and chickens anymore. They don't. They, listen, it's the same group that doesn't want a, uh, nobody to have more than a child or have no children. <coughs> By the way, you know, us people at Broke down and bought generators. They don't want you to have them either. Just imagine being down here and a hurricane hits. And uh, and how, how do you get back on your feet? Here's another. Biden, check this out, Brian. You'll love this. I want you all to think about all the hurricanes, all the storms we went through in the floods. You ready? Biden's regime proposes ban on sale of portable gas generators. Portable. So in other words, words, and you're freezing your refrigerator, and when it go out, you can't hang up the portable generators. They're trying to ban them. You call this sanity? This is crazy. They're going after the portable gas generators in the name of global warming and climate change. Everything is. The proposal includes a strict policy that would trigger an automatic shutoff for generators when they reach a specified emission limit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I just asked my friend down there, I said, you think man can control 
heat and cold and rain. I mean, God is falling out laughing. Somebody made a good point, Brandon, to get your old windmill behind your house and have your wind power generator to back up the house. Cannot wait. Could you, I want you to think back, Brandon, the floods, the hurricanes. Where would we be without portable generators? I know a guy that had family in Homer that needed it's, it's gas or diesel. I'm going to say it was, it was buying gas. And he could, he could, he could put about 1,100 gallons a uh, I think it was 1,100 gallons. Maybe it was 800. And, and, of course, me, I contributed. People contributed. And they'd go down there and fill those gas things up. You know why? So they could use their portable generators to do everything. And here comes the Biden administration and the left, which only wants to kill, steal, and destroy anything. Party of filth, party of hate. Take it all away. Go outside and graze in the grass in your backyard. That's what you're going to eat. These people are crazy. This is gone too far. And the media and the online media and the news media and the TV media and the print media have absolutely geared it up and that's why people believe in what they believe in. It's just, just incredible. By the way, I wouldn't even really talk about this. I got one more thing to talk about it since I'm on it. <laughs> I put up all these record heats. Got almost every state. I'll explain that when I get back. You're listening to the Moon Graphon Show. Insanity, doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh, 
every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Chestnut brother. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. I'm talking about something. I was going to visit on this just for a second. I got a lot of stuff to cover, folks. Uh, just give you an example. Uh, National Centers for Environmental Information, State Climate Extremes Committee, they put out a record. You'd think with all extreme weather, all extreme weather, all the bad weather would be happening now, right? Well, let me just run through a few. Highest ever in Alabama, 112 degrees, Brandon, 1925. Highest ever in Alaska, 100 degrees, 1915. I mean, something was going on way back then, folks. Arizona, 128 degrees. We've been here about Arizona over and over and over and over again. 1994 was the highest temperature. Arkansas. Arkansas, friends above us. 120 degrees Fahrenheit, 1936. Come on, man. Where's the 2022-2023 records we're hearing about every single day when you turn the news on? Every day. California, 134, 1913. And it looked like the teens were pretty hot. Colorado, 115 degrees. Here's one, 2019. But it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. None of these dates matter. Connecticut, 106 in 1995, tied with August 23rd, 1916. Well. Must have been hot back in the in the teens, back in the 1900s, huh? Delaware, 110, record, 1930. Florida, their record, night, June 29, 1931. It's hot this year, though, but it's so hot, record heat. Georgia, August 20th, 1983. Hawaii. 100 degrees. Guess when it was, folks? It wasn't this year. It wasn't last year. It wasn't two years. It wasn't 10 years ago. It was 1931. If you go, and, and the climate zone talks about this. In the teens, 19th century, uh, 19, uh, in the teens, and in the 30s, man, that's when we had some of the hottest weather ever recorded. But you don't hear that, do you? Idaho. Dang, 1934, record high. Illinois, 1954. I go on and on, folks. I won't bother you. Here's Indiana. Their record was in 1936. Iowa, their record was in 1934. Kansas, 1905. Right? It wasn't Kansas with a Dust Bowl and all that stuff back in that era. Kentucky, 1930. Here's Louisiana. You would think, arguing with a guy a few minutes ago, well, hot summer. It's so hot. <laughs> Brandon, August 28th and 29th, you think it was 2023, 2022, 2021, when? 19, 1962. 1962, and I got to read how hot it is. Maine, 2009. That's one in the 21st century. 
Maryland, they got, they got, check this out now, Brandon. This will really prove it. Maryland has the maximum temperature. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six days on record, they tied in Maryland. I want you to listen to the dates on these puppies. 1936, 109 degrees. July 10th, 1936. July 9th, 1936. August 7th, 1918. August 6th, 1918. July 3rd, 1898. What? We've been had. People are pushing it. People like my friend keep reading it. They keep believing it. If you keep believing it, God bless you is all I can tell you, folks. Uh, somebody makes a good point. All they talk about now is the heat index and what it feels like. Oh, yeah, the old heat index. Woo! It's, it's so it's frustrating as heck to me to watch what I'm watching with people are buying. It is. It's just it's totally crazy. All right. Let me move on. I do have a lot of stuff to cover today. A little bit of state stuff. I, I'm just kind of getting a kick out of it. So, these. Well, let me do this first. Somebody saying, "Man, in 1960, I was playing baseball and all that heat." He said, I'm, "He's in his upper 60s, and he said, man, I'm doing great. I don't know how I survived 1962.' Yeah, I know. I was one years old, Brandon. I don't remember a whole lot about it." <laughs> I was one. I wasn't even quite one years. Well, yeah, I was one years old when it hard, hard, hot day happened. I hope my mom took care of me and changed my diapers. She must have because I'm still here. You know, I, I you get tired. You're watching what's going on in the state of Louisiana. It's, it's so frustrating to watch us lose and be last. But I just kind of get a kick out of watching the elected officials run around and act like they're somebody they're not. And I get really get a kick out of the bad guys, how they want to be the good guys, and they blame the good guys for everything going on, yet the bad guys have been in power. We saw that with the budget. All the bad guys, the 19 Republicans couldn't do anything. You can't win anything in the House and Senate with 19 votes, not one thing. Okay? Not one thing. And so they're still writing this stuff about the pro Tim guy, Tanner McGee, bad news, bad big mouth McGee. And uh, I just I just read what they say. McGee, who was maintained a high profile over the past four years as Speaker Pro Tim, won't run for re-election this year because of how Washington, D.C. style partisan politics invaded Louisiana. This guy's part of this. This guy went across the aisle with the Democrats who vote for abortion, who vote for gender, who vote for girl, boys and girls' bathrooms, who he absolutely admits he works with the Democrats when he didn't have to. McGee is a Republican from Homer, but has frequently collaborated with Democrats. Yeah. That's how he got got to be the pro-Tim. He went across the aisle and cut a deal when he had all these Republicans. He knifes them in the back. He becomes the bad guy, and they blame the conservatives for what's going on wrong. He says, McGee says, gotten a lot more nasty and and, uh, factional. Just the spirit of working together is going away. Well, so let me ask you all a question. So you got your your buddies and your buddies and your buddy walks across the aisle and knifes you in the back in some kind of way you can't get along. that's That's what McGee and all these people did. They walked across the aisle. 
and they knife Republicans in the back. And then they say, look at them over there. They don't get along with us. No, you caused the problem, McGee. You and Shakespeare and the rest of the, the hood, y'all caused the problem. You go across, knife them in the back, slap them in the back, spit on them. You spit on them for four years, and then they're not being nice. They're not being friends, and I can get along. Of course they're not going to get along with you. You go to Shreveport on Kill, and you throw Dodie Hart and Alan Seaball and Raymond Cruz under the bus, and they're supposed to get along with you? You caused the problem, sir. McGee caused the problem. He was a big reason why we having problems, and we didn't get nothing done. But yet he turns around and it ain't me. Oh, innocent McGee. Boy, he's real innocent, folks. He had nothing to do with what's going on in the state of Louisiana. McGee is only a handful of state legislators who retired with no immediate plan to run for another office. And see, Bridges, the twit, wrote the article. He has no plans for running for an office because what McGee doesn't tell you, I will. He ran for office last year. I think he ran for appellate court judge. I might be wrong, but I think that's what he ran for. He did run for office. He got beat 62 to 38. He got crushed. He got denied. He thought he was going to walk in because he was the pro Tim, like he was like he was a special. He's so special. I don't look at people special for knifing their friends in the back like you did. He got beat. They said other representatives like Joe Marino. Joe Marino is... <laughs> what a joke. Jiving Joe Marino. All he wanted was pay raises. And then Louis Bernard, who, by the way, I wouldn't vote for anybody Louis Bernard tells you to vote for, you should run from. If Louis Bernard endorses somebody, get the heck away from that person. Get away from them and get away from them fast. You don't want nothing to do with the leftist Louis Bernard. You don't want nothing to do with him. So if he endorses a candidate in a Senate race, get away from him. Do not vote for that person. I'm telling you, Bernard is horrible. And this is the type of Republicans they like. They're trying to act like they're such good guys. They're the problem. Oh, wait till you see this. I just picked up a fundraiser letter. <laughs> You're going to love this. We'll take some of these politicians something else. We'll be right back. Cole Spellman Group, I think of expertise. I think of people being relieved when they got to sell your home. When you have to sell a home, or you're trying to buy a home, it's not nice to have a person that you can grab or a company that you can grab and say, hey, help me do this. I need the stress taken off. I got life to live. This company's out of Baton Rouge, but let's say you live in a place like Monroe. Man, they can help you in Monroe or anywhere in the great state of Louisiana. That's what's unique about the company, and hardly anybody does what they do. They reach the whole state so they can help you sell your home anywhere. You know, when you look at Nicole Spellman Group, they have a system of selling houses. They got a system that creates more demand. And what does that do? It results more multiple offer situations. And by the way, that helps you get more money to closing faster than the average agent. That's pretty awesome. That's what Nicole Spellman Group is all about. Anywhere in the state of Louisiana, they can service you. They can help you. They can take the pressure off of you to sell at home and get top dollar. NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. I'm telling you, when you go to them, you're going to go, wow, I'm so glad I heard about them. 
I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. For your groceries. Welcome back. Moving the phone show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Before I move on, uh, uh, McGee voiced disapproval on how ultra-conservative members of the Freedom Caucus on Tuesday insisted on taking repeated votes to try to override the veto of Governor Bell. That was a Democrat. That was bound to fail. He was upset that they were wanting to take veto votes to override the governor on bills that he voted for. <laughs> McGee voted for these bills, and he was upset with the conservatives who wanted to take votes on these bills because he didn't want to vote for them, and he voted against one and didn't vote on two. By the way, against the House rules. If you're sitting at your chair, you got to vote. He was sitting at his chair. That's a fact. Scott, you talk about a guy that doesn't need to be in politics, this guy. I mean, he's let these Republicans that are such whiny babies, and McGee fits the mold. McGee voiced disapproval. Why, let me tell you something, folks. I've been watching this a long time, as I told you, and you know. Do you know the reason you elect somebody is to go vote? <laughs> this guy's upset that you go to a veto session and he don't want to take no votes. That's the kind of pro Tim he is because he's a sucker and he knifed his buddies in the back and now they're ultra conservative. But he ran as a Republican, less government, less taxes. He also says it's about establishing voting records without achieving anything. The state's interest would not serve by taking all those votes. Listen to this dummy. This is the one tied to uh, Clay Shakespeare. This is the one tied to Stuart Little, very little bishop. He's tied to Paula Pelosi Davis and Zero Z's Rain. He's tied to Chris Turncoat Turner and Cocktail Cousin. Raising taxes, y'all, and Bogus Bo Boyer and Paige Court. This is, this is the type of Republicans you want? Oh, my God. This guy right here is a looney tune. I don't care if he's an attorney or not. He's talking about how we ought to not be taking votes. That's what they go there for. This is what the man said. It's about establishing voting records without achieving anything. The state's interest was not served by taking all those votes. He said that. That came according to the tweet. That's what he said. We're not served by taking votes. 
Oh my! This guy was in leadership for four years. You know why we we it's so weak. He wouldn't have got there unless he walked across with the Democrats and the Black Caucus and got his votes. I'm telling you, folks, if we don't wake up in this state, you're going to keep electing the Tanner McGees and the Stuart Bishops and the Paige Cortez and the Clay Shakes now, the John Stefanskis. That's who you're going to keep electing. We have no chance of moving the state forward with people like this. None. He's bickering about voting. I mean, why do you go down there then? How can elected official bickers and fights about voting, and that's what Tanner McGee's, I'm telling you, his own words. This exercise of fertility the other day that served some Washington, D.C. consult the desire to have a record on votes. That's who you are. This guy's supposed to be smart. Yeah, Clay Shakes not and Stuart Bishop are smart, too. And Cocktail Cousin, raising taxes. Yeah, he's smart. Oh, he's real smart. Oh, they're so smart. McGee voted no on one of the 12 veto overrides. It would have prevented transgender students from using alternative pronouns and missed two other votes. And by the way, he was sitting at the desk, which, by the way, the rules say you got to vote. And then he goes, four years ago, he was elected pro tem without opposition, became part of the inner circle of Clay Shakespeare. That's right. Every one of them did. Paula Pelosi Davis, Zero Ziza Rain, Stuart Bishop, Cocktail Cousin, Chris Turner, Mr. Bagley. All of them became part of the inner circles. Bogus Boboye, John Stefanski, Barry Poison Ivy, Buddy Mincy. They all became part of the establishment, folks, and that's why we got hurt. And then to listen to this, he don't want to vote. I never seen anybody that went down that didn't want to vote. McGee became the key can do it with Democrats who had provided the winning margin for Shakes not in a hern fight. Yes, because that's who he is. It's, it's uh, so frustrating. You keep electing these people. You let Cocktail Cousin continue to go down there. You let him go. You let him go down there. You go in and elect Clay Shakes not of Secretary of State. Turn the lights out. We have no chance. I don't know why people don't get more involved and find out what we have. Some of these people don't need to be down there. And I promise you, if Louis Bernard's endorsing any candidates, run away from that candidate. And I don't know, unless it's Jesus Christ, don't vote for him. And I can promise you, there ain't a Jesus in the election. Let's go to Jeff and Vivian. Jeff, welcome to the Moon Graffon Show. Jeff, how you doing? Good, good. Y'all doing all right? Yes, sir. Good, good. I, I hate to buy it back up to the weather thing, but several years ago, I was listening to a uh, radio station that was simulcast out of Houston, and they were talking about the hot weather there. And, you know, I think that's when we was in our big drought, probably in 12, 11 and 12. But anyway, they, uh, uh, a guy had called in and mentioned something about heart that the uh, federal government could control this uh, high-pressure ridge that moves back and forth across us, or they can make it sit there due to uh, uh, radio frequencies and stuff. And uh, there were several uh, people that was from NASA that were retired already that uh, called in and verified it and said, yeah, that it was it was uh, a technology they had. Uh, I don't remember if it was 64 
or 54 that they have done it, but it was called HARP, H-A-R-P, best I can remember. But uh, what, what would be the purpose in having that kind of technology? And is it to control the commodities market like cattle and timber uh, and soybean, corn? Oh, Jeff, I, I mean, Jeff, I, mean I, I read about stuff like that all the time, and there may be some truth to some of it, but it, nothing out there to control total weather around the, the country or the world. Nothing. There's nothing. I don't care what anybody says. Right. I don't care what anybody reads. I don't care what they put out there. I just, I mean, you got well, really, I mean, to really get away I, from from Jesus Christ and the good Lord to believe that man has this kind of power. We have ignorant right. power. I well, see I, ignorance all over the place. Well, I mean, I hope it don't exist, you know, because of... Oh, uh, I had to sell six good horses, you know, at one time because hay got to a hundred dollars, and, and I just had to give them away because nobody else had hay either, you know. So all my cows, I had uh, calves that died in the barn, pulling out two at a time uh, in twelve, you know. But anyhow, if it does exist, I mean, the only reason I could see that it would would be to uh, control the commodities market in various uh, states throughout the uh, nation, you know, but. But you never see that ridge go uh, very high off into the, uh, and they split it too, what, what those NASA people said. But I mean, I, I don't know if it exists or not, but it might be something you, you know, check into. Maybe Stephen uh, Parry, his climate czar, can uh, you know, find out something <laughs> on it. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring him back. He used to be up here in Shreveport. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring him back but, in. Uh, yeah. He's still up there. Yeah. That's where he lives. He's just not on TV anymore. He does, uh, Stephen Palmer, climate yeah, who's yeah. right on the money. He's does stuff for Salem Media and does radio. So, uh, but he's but he he's about yeah, the, yeah, he's I the only one I came across that. Yeah, I'm the, he's one of the ones that really is honest, really uses science. Uh, science has been when I saw what they did with COVID, I knew they took science right, and threw right. it out, threw it in the garbage. And, and you can believe they right. didn't wear a mask to stop a virus. You are absolutely nuts, no matter what doctor tells you that. So you know. I saw everything they did with COVID, and that opened my eyes up to a lot more than just COVID. But the the, the science, there is no doubt there's climate change. There's nothing to do with us. Nothing. Zero, there's not. We won't fix it. And I know this. I'll go to my grave knowing I was right on this one. Got to go, Jeff. Thanks for the call. We're going to take another break. More to come. A little bit more on this. All these good old boy network politics that they want everybody to be nice and sweet. They haven't been nice and sweet. We'll take a break. Be right back. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square Media Station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Anthony Fox News. The state's Republican governor has only a few hours to do what the federal government demands. Remove a floating barrier along the Rio Grande River near Eagle Pass to block migrants from crossing illegally. The Justice Department is threatening to sue, calling the barrier unsafe. Governor Abbott says he has a right to protect his border. Texas GOP Congressman Tony Gonzalez said on CBS Face the Nation, the risks people are taking are a bigger problem. People are getting injured. 
uh, along the border. People are drowning, uh, certainly in that river. I would much rather see not one person step foot in that river. Representative Gonzalez says he'd be happy to host the president and give him a firsthand look at border crossing issues. Fox's Colonel Scott, two new Fox business polls give former President Trump big leads in two early 2024 Republican contest states. He's up by 30 points in Iowa, ahead by 34 in South Carolina. The former president has suggested he may not debate his distant rivals next month. Five of them have qualified to be on the stage meeting Republican National Committee criteria. Fox Business polling shows so far former President Donald Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, former Ambassador Nikki Haley, Senator Tim Scott, former Governor Chris Christie, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, and former Vice President Mike Pence have met polling qualifications, though Pence says he has not met the fundraising criteria yet. Candidates need to get at least 40,000 unique donors. As Fox's Ryan Schmelz, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum has met the fundraising criteria but hasn't done well enough in polls yet to qualify for the debate. Israel's parliament is moving forward with much protested judicial reforms. <laughs> As thousands demonstrate, conservative lawmakers approved a key provision as the opposition party chanted shame and then walked out. Now, they fear the change gives Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu too much power. The White House just put out a statement calling the parliament's approval unfortunate. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Here's something you've never heard before. Stop. This is Simply Safe. Introducing 24-7 lifeguard protection only from Simply Safe Home Security. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash radio. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Court-appointed special advocates, or CASA, are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in. For all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back. Microphone Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. So great to have you with us. You can always email me, moon at moongrafon.com, moon at moongrafon.com. Let me just, just to stay on course of this, McGee is a joke. He needs to go. 
Okay. I mean, look at that. Complaining about having to vote. I mean, that, that's, you got a veto session automatically. Why didn't he vote? Let me ask you a question. Tanner McGee, Brandon, all them bills he had to vote on. Okay. Yeah, he said, we got to vote on all You know he voted for every one of them in a regular session. McGee voted for every stinking one of those bills. <coughs> we got a chance to override the governor, but see, he works really close with Democrats and the governor. Then he complains about having a veto session to vote for the same bills that he already voted for to pass in the first place. I mean, complaining about doing your job and voting is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life from an elected official complaining, well, I got to go vote. Bickering about everybody but himself. And when he looks in America, he knifed the Republicans in the back. He knifed the conservatives in the back. But he didn't mind working with the Democrats. He didn't mind giving them a million dollars apiece to get the vote they wanted. You know? The state's interest was not served by taking all those votes. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this is a real winner for the state. As long as we keep electing these type people, we have no chance to win. We have no chance at all to move the state. Now, let me give you one example. So, as I told you, Blake Miguez is going to run the Senate. He ought to be the next senator to take Fred Mills' place. It'd be night and day difference. So, they got this guy running against him. It don't matter the name. I wish he'd come on a program. I'd love to visit with him. So they got this fundraiser out there, and all the same Republicans are lining up against Blake that lined up with Tanner McGee, hosting honor, honorary host, uh, Blank Page Cortez. Uh, Stuart Little, very little bishop. Cocktail Cousin, raising taxes, y'all. Cocktail. Uh, then he got Terry Landry. Vincent Pierre and Gerald Boudreaux. So what you have is you have the leftist Republicans like Bishop and Cortez and Cousin. They left. And then you got the the most brutal Democrats on the left hand side supporting the guy that wants to run for the Senate. That's cocktail. Uh, that's uh, Craig uh, Moneybags Romero's guy going against a real conservative, and they're sitting there complaining about the conservatives. I mean, this, this is what I mean. We can't win with the way these Republicans think. I mean, the people supporting the guy running against Blake Miguez, he got people supporting him that voted for biological men to play in women's sport. They voted for every tax increase they could. They voted to allow your children to have their sex change. They voted for a budget they never read. And let me tell you something else about the Democrats. All these people supporting this guy that Blake's running against. They vote against gun. They vote for every gun control measure that comes down the pipe. That's who they supporting against me, Gans, who's a real God-given conservative that we need in the House, in the Senate. Because if we don't change the Senate, we're not changing anything. So I'll say it again. If Louis Bernard is a uh, Endorsing somebody in the Senate, run from them, and I don't care what their name is. Run. Just run. Because yeah, I think it's important. By the way, they got a new class going into the Louisiana Hall of Shame. <laughs> well, Brian, I, I think, okay, here they are, Brian. You ready? Governor Bell. Well, I'll tell you what, that ought to be good. 
I wish they had listened to the conference. What, if you just become a governor, you're automatically yeah, inducted? Automatic, Speaker of the House, automatic. <laughs> Senate president, automatic. Okay. Uh, former politician Lewis Lambert. Ex-Chemical Association president Dan Bornay. Of course, Dan does all the LSU stuff, you know, at the, at the, at the ball games. I know Dan really well. I like him. Radio talk shows, Jim Inkster. And businessman, political donor, Richard Lipsy. <laughs> he gives to the left, he gives to the right, he gives to the middle. Joe Delpit, Baton Rouge, former state rep. Uh, Ed Anderson, Times Picayune, Capital News Bureau reporter. He was clueless. And a Carter political family out of St. Helena Parish, which includes state representative Robbie Carter, who, by the way, took Edwards' place. The whole family's getting inducted, look like. And then, and then, and then I, what I laughed at was, it's the political all of shame. You know what they used to tell me all the time? I'd run into the people that were on that board and say, remember, we just induct them. We don't indict them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, another quick story. Let me tell you a couple of lobby people that are voting for this. You ready? You know who's the chair of the board? Gambling lobbyist Ran, Ran, Randy Haney. And you know who else is the board member? John Georges <laughs> from the Advocate. Jesus, help us. You need to get him on again. Oh, no, he definitely needs to come back on. Uh, so anyway, that's two of the people that helped put him on. I will tell you a story, a quick story. You know, they never tried to put Bernie Pinson that in. Who would, who, and then I will tell you what C.B. Ferguson told me when he was living. He got a call they wanted to put him in. What do you think he told him? Mm-mm. He told him, hell no. I didn't think he so. put in that. And he told his wife when he passes away one day. And he's not with us. He's been gone over seven and a half years. He told her, don't you ever let him put me in that <laughs> Hall of Fame. Don't you ever. And I'll tell you what, I, that, that's, that was typical CB, and I don't blame him. I really don't. I mean, it's such a joke. All righty. But put your name in there. Put, they can be remembered forever. Who wants to remember Bell Edwards forever? Wait till they put Clay Shakes not in. Love to hear that speech. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that that should sound blank, interesting. Blank page is going to go in, too. Yeah, but I, I think mean, I'm laughing for a different reason anymore. Yeah, well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, anyway, that's uh, that's in the political hall of shame. That's who's going in next. All right, let's go to Norman and Posey Bridge. Norman, how you doing? Moon, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, I'm, I, I, I was kind of waiting for you to bring up something from last week, that being the veto session. Yeah, yeah. First of, first of all, I want, um, and every time you talk, I generate a question. Here's my question that I want you to ask people for me. Okay. You got candidates on all the time. Yes, sir. I want them, I want it to be known. I want a bill sponsored that says none of this send a card in whether you want to or not. Veto session is automatic. I don't have a choice to, uh, follow or don't follow what the, what the state legislature makes me do. Yes, sir. And then when they're there, Vote on every bill, yes or no. And then, you know, you big on records, then we'll have our record of what's going on. Yeah. I'll say yeah. something to you. I'll ask that question no, for me. When no, they, they, going, no it's, it's, it's what's sad is you got a guy like McGee who's a, uh, the pro Tim Norman, and he's fussing about having to vote and be on a record. He's actually complaining what? about something. You know what their number one job is? And this has been explained to me when I started 30 years ago with this. The number one job is voting. That's what you do. That's why they pay you the big bucks, Moon. Yeah, no doubt about it. But what I'm saying is hey, you I'm dumb, as a, I'm, I'm, I'm dumb as a tree, but I can see that. 
But why when when you got somebody leaving and quitting and saying I ain't running no more and starts blaming the system and how bad it is and how Washington politics have come in, he's played up to that. When you tell people I don't I don't want to uh, I don't want to have to vote, we got to put records. That's right. We need to see their records. That's why I needed the Senate to vote much more. We wanted to see all their records well, when they voted. Well, Moon, before I hang up, I think my number's on the board. Give him my number and 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 let ask him to call Old Norman in and find out what Old Norman thinks. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think I'm the only person that thinks that way. But so no, hold up just a second. Uh, yeah, give me the question wait, one more I'm time. Here all day. Give me the question one more time. Okay. The the I want a bill that says the veto session is automatic, no questions, no postcards, no nothing. A week after the or the day after the legislature closes meet in the legislature every bill that was vetoed is is voted on if the governor wants to tell you why he vetoed on it give him five minutes and then vote and then you on the record if you voted for it in the first place you know i voted for it when i, I voted for it when i was for it but now i'm against it none of that yeah but you know what's sad though like with mcgee that is what mcgee, mcgee yeah, don't want his he don't want to vote but he's on record of voting for almost everything that they did an override session. They needed his vote, too. He yeah. was there. Well, and well, then when the override session came, the veto override session came, now he don't want to vote on something he's already voted for to override the governor because he was so tied with this governor. So was Cortez. So was Shakes. Not all the leadership are so tied with the worst governor we ever had by far. Bobby Jindal's starting to well, look really good to me. Well, yes, sir. Listen. This guy took Moon's dollar and Norman's dollar. We telling you vote. That's why we paid you. We paid you the big bucks to do your job. Do your job. And hey, you going? You gonna? Hey, he's gonna make a whole kind of all kind of money when he's gone. So what's it to him? Well, okay, I'm, I'm, that's all. Listen, Moon. I don't want to get right. excited. I'll get you nervous. I'm gonna hang up. Thank yeah, you for taking my call. You get me excited. You're never gonna get me nervous. <laughs> I do get excited though. No doubt about it. But I just. Uh, I'm just puzzled by somebody who's setting a pro Tim who ran conservative Republicans in the ground for four years, who started off by knifing them in the back. That leadership group that I just mentioned to you from Baton Rouge and home and Lafayette was most of them. So I had to keep mentioning their names. They got together and said, the heck with the conservatives, the heck with the people back home. They ain't going to remember it. Some people are going to walk in like Boye and Cousin with nobody wants those positions. You realize, Brandon, I was looking at this. Uh, uh, none guesses should easily walk in as lieutenant governor. Nothing wrong with that, but he should. Uh, Mike Strange going to easily walk in as agriculture commission. I don't even know if anybody's going to run against him, too. And you got the insurance commission that nobody's running but Tim Temple. He's it. Good or bad, it's Tim Temple, and nobody wants the job. Now, Tim wants the job he ran last time. I give him that. Tim wants that job. But nobody wants those jobs, and that's why when somebody goes in when nobody votes against them, nobody runs them, they stick their chest out, look what I'm doing. Nobody wants the jobs. And it ain't because of money. They don't want to deal with all that. Let me take a break. By the way, Brandon, I'm reading again. Hot August ahead. <laughs> never would have thought ne- Never would have thunk it. August hot? Come on. Who's making this up? Who's putting lies out like that? All right, let's take a break. You're listening to the Moon Report. Poverty and education are linked, and we know education cuts crime. 
85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work, but I do. Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity, doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. that do i'm happy for him happy he's gone <laughs> oh hello welcome back microphone show great to have you with us on this beautiful monday got the whole week to get it right folks that's what makes it really nice uh by the way uh they were bragging i just kind of get a kick out of this you know brandon got this sports betting going on and now they're busting kids and school and coaches and all i mean alabama had a problem and uh i think it's gonna get way out of hand with all these kids betting and gambling, and I always wondered why we turned to gambling. Well, we gave it up on everything else. And uh, so I'm reading this. Louisiana has nearly $3.7 billion wagered on sports betting since the state made sports betting legal in 2022. $3.7 billion. According to Judas, Ronnie Judas John said Thursday, states likely more than a $1 billion in wages through the first half of 2023 alone. A uh, website that tracks uh, odd speedy. Track sports betting uh, odds and data found that Louisiana has had about $1.13 billion in wages through the first five months of 2023, which ranks 15th overall among states with legalized sports betting. I knew we were going to be good at something. It bothers me. Shouldn't bother you. What the hell? You ain't doing it. No, it just bothered me that we that's what we turned to. At that, you, when you turn into gambling, you've given up on everything else. I'm just being blunt. According to Judas John, Judas says, when you adjusted for the population side, we're in the top 10 nationally in the amount of money we're throwing away. I mean, I'm sorry, in gambling. 
pretty staggering numbers in terms of per capita. We are no doubt in the top 10 in the country. Judas is proud of that. And the most people can lose money, the better. A month uh, for June, a month to sell LSU win a national title. The retail and mobile sportsbook operation had net proceeds of nearly $12.5 million. The state received about one point seven in tax revenue for sports betting for the month. Sportsbooks did lose money on baseball bets for June to the tune of $1.4 million, though. They came out ahead in all other sports, parlays. Through the first half of 2023, retail mobile sportsbooks have generated net proceeds of nearly $40 million. Off of $1.29 billion uh, total wages, the state has made about $17.7 million in tax revenue so far this year. That's good, folks. More money to spend. I wonder if they're going to go to teachers' pay raise. Nah, no, I forget that. <laughs> that ain't happening. Ain't got to worry about that. That ain't happening. Uh, then they said it, it went up good in March because uh, LSU won first championship, and that was the girls'. What was that back in March or April, Brandon, when they won? Right there at the end of March, 1st of April. So I've always been puzzled because I, I guess what you do, I think sports betting, if nothing else, is teaching our young people how to gamble. So when they get older, they can, they can go to our gambling facilities and they'll know how to gamble, and then we'll make all this money and we'll create all this job and I have all this economic development going. That's what I've seen. By the way, the other thing I'm starting to see a lot of, maybe y'all are too, uh, Longtime Lowell's employee was reportedly fired after she attempted to stop thieves from stealing roughly $2,000 worth of merchandise from a Georgia store. 68-year-old Lowe's employee fired for attempting to stop the theft at a Georgia store. Donna Hansbro had worked at the company, Brandy Ray, for 13 years. And all she did, according to the report, three suspects entered on June 25th and stole approximately $2,100 worth of merchandise. Hanbro repeatedly pun- uh, was repeatedly punched in the face after she grabbed one of the trio shopping carts. Fine people, huh? So, so she, let's see, Brandon, go to work, tries to stop somebody from stealing stuff, get punched in the face, and she gets the reward of saying, you are fired. Brandon, That's I've seen, crap. check this out, though. I've seen people in red stories where people are fired for taking a picture with their phone of the people and mm-hmm. taking a picture of people's car. We ain't doing that. You're fired. Now, that's what's, what can be safer yeah. than taking a camera and taking a picture? I mean, I we mean, lost why, our mind. Why try to help a company if they're, not, if they're going to do that to you? That's a shame. Yeah, what a great company to work mm-hmm. for. You, you, you're 68. <laughs> and by woman. the way, this is someone who used to, <laughs> when I was young and dumb in my teenage years, used to chase down some of these uh, shoplifters. I've had... Weapons pulled out on me, all that stuff. At at one point, I got to where when I was in my twenties, I got a little bit smarter. I was still in that age group that you say that you 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 know that where you're still as dumb as whatever. I'll say you dumb as you get. Dumb as you're gonna get. I I got a little bit smarter during the end of that time and said, okay, I'm not gonna do that anymore. That's before I started over here. I say, all right, I'm not gonna go and put my life on the line for some stolen items. But we're not. But now even seeing that, like that's just crazy. But we've allowed the crime community Mm -hmm. to come in and dominate and do nothing about it. That's, that's the point. We're allowing criminals to get away with all this crazy stuff. And this lady, this is a 62. I wish this lady lived in Louisiana because we could let her run like for Tana McGee's place. Then we'd have somebody really tough. We could let her run for pod, a cocktail coussons place and we'd have somebody really tough. 
I mean, I don't, I, I don't get this. Letting the criminals just run away with stuff. You got a 68-year-old woman tough enough to grab the basket. She gets repeatedly punched in the face what, by a thug who ought to be in jail. Let's take a break. Seeing this all the time. People getting fired for snapping pictures of a car rolling away with $1,000 or $2,000 worth of merchandise. You people in the retail business. I know. We don't want them to get hurt. We don't want them to get killed. Why ain't we stopping them from going in that stealing like that? We're getting softer and softer, folks, and that's our problem. That's one of our problems. And these kids, without these homes, I'll get to that when we get back. Folks, get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill, and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill, and that salsa and that queso is all so good. And all you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. If you're hiring, this hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Show. Great Monday, folks. Always the best day of the work week. It is Monday. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Now, by the way, I was just puzzled at this Gallup poll dealing with God and the devil and hell and all that stuff. And uh, quick on this. Uh, 74% believe in God. 16, this is all down. These numbers are going down, down, down. 
Uh, 69% believe in angels, 67% believe in heaven, 59% believe in hell, and 58% believe the devil. I really think when I look at it, the devil's number's a lot higher. <laughs> and besides, when they say God is being a big, big God, but it's, it's, it's more of a generic when you think about it, because I would like to see what it would be, how many people believe in Jesus Christ. That, that, that would be a, just saying it would be a number I would like to see. I would like to see how that compares to believing in God and believing in Jesus. Now, that number may be out there. I don't know what it is. Does it go up? Does it go down? Uh, this is a Gallup poll. They always bring this up every year. Uh, let's see. According to the Gallup poll, when they did it in 2001, it said compared to 2001, belief in God and heaven is down 16 points. While belief in hell has fallen 12 and the devils and angels are down to 10 points. So everybody's taking a hit around the world. But not that it means anything, but I just was curious if they asked how many people believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That would be one. I would say the generic term God would get more votes polling than the name Jesus. That would that'd be my opinion. Just guessing. Don't have that. Somebody got it. You can send it to me. I would guess the number would be a lot less than God. Okay. And that's a shame, but that's, that's just a Gallup poll. I'm just throwing it out there. So let me tell you, I've, I've, been, uh, I've been reading this for a while. Everybody talking about reparations, dealing with blacks and money and all that stuff. And I've had people argue back and forth and go back and forth on this. And uh, I'm not even, I'm not even here to really talk about that, but I, I, I got the belief why we're getting to the point Californians and then Georgia's having a reparation task force. And, uh, but I'm going to tell you what this is really about in, my, in the big picture. You see, the Democrats, the party of filth and the party of hate, they're taking the black vote for granted for 50, 60, 70 years now. Totally for granted. They feel like they own the vote. They're going to go get it. They can holler racism, racism. They're going to go vote. But really, it takes what the reparations will do would take away of all the failures of the Democrat Party by going to grab a bunch of people and shoving them in inner cities and don't really care about them. Get them some food, get them some housing, get them some health care, Medicaid, but don't really care about them. Then turn around and blame Republicans and Christians and white people and all that stuff for the problems that the Democrat Party has caused. The Democrat Party has hurt the black community and the black family. The Democrat Party has. You look at crime, drugs, the illegitimacy, all the stuff that goes into it. But for all the time, I'm 62, and this has been going on since then. Democrat Party goes get the black vote. The black vote votes for the Democrat Party, and that's just the way it's always been. Reparations is to make clean up everything the Democrat Party has done to the black community because they're not helping them at all. Barack Obama didn't do anything to help. If you're settling around worried about minimum wage and Medicaid expenses or getting a check from the government, white or black, you just missed the boat, but you missed the boat because you've been people have been trained by the Democrat Party. This is what we do. This is who we are. And I got to think about this reparation. I said, this is what this is. It's the Democrat Party saying, look, we've done everything we could possibly do. And they screwed everything up for minorities. And the minorities that are not living in those conditions are people that said, I had enough. I can do it myself. And they can. 
I have never met a black person or a white person I thought was smarter than the other one. Never. Blacks that have gotten away from this have said enough is enough. I'm getting away from that, what the Democrats have done. Now, they may still vote that way, which is a mistake. But I got to tell you, folks, reparations is nothing but another thrown-out cure for the problems of God, family, and taking a two-parent home to raise a kid. I was reading that Larry Elder had a great piece out, this great piece. In Biden's America, black men and boys have little chance for success. Now, the headlines itself is sad. But this is going along and voting for Democrats on Election Day. Voting for them, Democrats, they don't care what they stand for. Why, those people that are getting elected become wealthy? Those people that get elected, their lifestyle is different than yours. But you keep voting for that Democrat. Larry Elder, crime, lack of fathers are taking a toll on black men and boys under Joe Biden. They've been doing that under Barack Obama and everybody else. White people have the same problem. Illegitimacy is a problem. Nobody wants to address it. So what do we do? We throw money at it. Those expecting good news will have to be kept waiting in President Joe Biden's America. The status quo for black males is untenable, unattainable. Across the country, black men and boys are falling behind because their politicians are failing them. From portraying black males as victims to ignoring the root causes of the struggles, Democrats like Biden are only turning their backs on the very people they claim to support. That's what I mean. These Democrats, black and white, that told you they want to support you, and they running on you, and they, they for this, and they for that. They're lying. That's why nothing changes. So now they come into reparation because, of, but we just get reparations. Everybody's going to be happy. And you know the sad part? Money will not ever fix a spiritual problem. It will never fix a problem of the heart, and it will never fix a family problem. It won't. It never does. It will make you temporarily happy. Period. For me, you, anybody. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, black males aged 10 to 43 are 13 times more likely to be murdered than a white man in the same demographics. Our Father's Day weekend last month, 75 people were shot in Chicago, Illinois, 13 of them fatally in a single weekend. Chicago and other Democrats have run the cities, have essentially run it since the turn of the century, and they've turned it into a war zone. Folks, this ain't. This is a problem for America, but reparations will not fix this problem. All Democrats are doing is finding out another way to throw in a problem. That's it, because that's all they do. That's all they do. They're going to throw problems at the black community. Right, let's say you gave a million dollars to every black person right now. Where are you going to be in a year or five years? I'm just kind of curious. New research shows that 38% of people in prison are black despite the country making up barely 14% of the U.S. population. Fatherless homes. That ain't what Democrats tell these people. America's suffering through an epidemic of fatherlessness. It's our nation's top domestic problem given the uh, residual consequences of such crime. Folks, I've been saying this for a long time right here on the radio about anybody, black and white. Illegitimacy. Bringing these babies in without the mamas and daddies and doing it the way it really needs to be done 
You're causing problems. Reparations is never going to fix not one thing. Not one thing. It is not going to change much of anything. But, but this is a way the Democrat Party says, look, look what we're doing for y'all. Vote for me. Well, you voted for him for 50 or 60 years. How did that work out? What inner city can we go into and watch the prosperity just bubbling up around the country? Name it, because I want to go watch the prosperity bubbling up around because you voted for Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton and Bill can show me we ought to be able to go in these cities and say, wow, look what the Democrats have done. Look at what they've done. Oh, my God, these people have such compassion. They don't have compassion. They don't. It is a way to make up for all the bad programs that the Democrats have come up with in black America. Reparations, not going to change. Not going to change one thing. Money has not changed one thing yet. It's a shame, too, because we got an election this year in the state. We got an election next year in the, uh, you know, in the country. Same people going to vote the same way. Same people going to vote the same way, and their lives will never change. You vote for Democrat, there's no way life can change. They have no intention of changing your life. None. No intention of changing your life. I got 50, 60, 70 years to prove it. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. Their passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cybersecurity and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Our Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at Our Convergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused, J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. 
A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified. Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. Okay, so you... Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I just started looking at this reparation, kind of reading about them, and I've been doing and watching. I mean, I've been reading about this for years, and there's no reason for this at all. But then I thought, wow, what would be the reason? And, I, and then I thought about it. These, these, who's pushing? Same people who put everybody in the inner cities. Democrats. Democrats have been pushing this. Democrats have pushed every program, every program to spread the wealth, everything they did, and that worked. Inner cities are, uh, are getting I mean, hell holes for a lot of a lot of them. Unfortunately, crime is unbelievable. Killing, shootings, babies out of wedlock, drugs. Now, why would the Democrats do that? Because they don't want election day. They all they worry about is election day. Election days and weeks and months, however long we vote for now. And uh, and then they've done a really good job of telling uh, the Democrats and these people in the inner cities that Republicans are racist. You're Republican, you're racist. Racist, 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 racist. Because really the only thing being sold right now by the Democrats is racism and reparation. They're not, they're not trying to change people's lives because you can't change them with a program and you can't change them with money. If you gave every man, woman, and child a million dollars right now, you think they're going to still have a million or a million plus in years to come? And the answer is going to be no. Most probably won't. I just, you know, they've done a great job of labeling everybody racist that is in a Republican Party. But I just, I'm just kind of curious. So I you look at this stuff and say, what are they trying to do now? They're trying to deliver money. Why? Money makes people smile. You know? They're just, it's another way to, another way to just get some money out there, take it. And listen, if they had the right to check, then nobody would be talking about reparation. <laughs> they had a right to check, but they don't have the right to check. You and me got a right to check. That's, uh, I'm just telling you, you can sit here and go, well, I think we deserve it. That's fine. I, I get that. But the reason you would be getting it wouldn't be because somebody deserved it. The reason you're going to get it is because the Democrats have figured out another way to try to convince you that if you do this, your life is going to be so much better. Your life is going to be so much better if you just listen to us and let us give you a check. That's 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 what's out there, folks. That's that's the only thing that's out there. All right, let me take a call. 
Let's go to Shreveport. Go to Mr. Mark. Mark, how you doing? Moon Graffon Show, welcome. Good morning, Moon. I, I think we should follow Barack Obama's own reasoning. Back when he was president, he changed our Cuba policy. Remember, he lifted the embargo, he opened up trade, and a, and a, a journalist asked him at a press conference, why are you doing this, Mr. President? And he said, well, if you've been doing something for 60 years and it's not working, maybe it's time to try something else. And they, oh, they fawned, thought how profound and brilliant that was. Well, then just let's follow that reasoning. As you've been saying now for quite a while, they've been doing their social programs for 60 years and they're madder than ever. Yep. So maybe it's time to do something different. Well, but to do something different means you have to go in and clean it up and it's so hard to put the genie back in the bottle, Mark, and that's the problem now. Oh, oh, so, oh, so what they do I, is, I, and I know you know this, yeah. but they've done this program and that program and this program and that program raises Republicans are racist. This program, that program, this program, that program, Republicans are racist. Anything that comes up, we got racism. So now, <clears throat> over the last few years, we're talking about reparation. And the federal government's going to write everybody a check and give them money on money we don't even have. And then I'm thinking, why would they do this? And I thought... Because everything they've done has been such a failure. If you look at crime, if you look at the drugs, you look at illegitimacy, it's gotten worse and a lot worse. And it's gotten worse since Barack Obama was president. And it wasn't good when he was president. So I started thinking, this is just another money giveaway by election year stuff is all it is. And when it's done, if it's ever done, I guarantee you, People will be just as angry and just as mad. I'd bet take that bet any day of the week. Well, I'll t- tell you my friend C.L. Bryant, who you know. I know him well. Who's man. not afraid to say it because he's a black man. He calls it all a hustle. That's what he calls it. And who's, who's to say he's wrong? It's a hustle. Just well, it's, another hustle. It's a, those are his words, not mine. Yeah, it's, 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 a, uh, it's, a, it's a vote hustle. And they know exactly. that if we can just do this, and it's, it's just like the Green New Deal and climate change, and all, it's a hustle. It's a hustle on money. It's a hustle on using us. And uh, it won't fix anything, man. It's just not. It's just, right. and, and I feel bad. I feel bad for a lot of people because they have Democrat policies. Have, if you try what they're doing, socialism, communism, it's failed Every person, every family, every community, every parish, city, state, and every country, every time it's been tried, it's failed. It's totally failed. Why do we keep doing it? Maybe it's time to try something else, as Obama said. Yeah, well, I know I this. only say that for the people who are tempted to fall, fall under this sort of thinking. Well, until, it doesn't work. Like until, until people who are voting for two things got to happen. But people who are voting for Democrats decide not to vote for them anymore, number one. And number two, when Republicans grow some and grow a pair, then we'll change the country. And those two things have to happen. Basically, I said all I had to say the big one, which is bigger than all those, this country needs a spiritual revival like that's never had in the world to change our country because we need hearts changed. We need some hearts changed big time. And I think the only way to change it is through Jesus Christ. There is no other way to change it. I don't care. These, these politicians, I consider them modern-day Pharisees. 
a lot of them. I'm not going to say all, but a lot of them are modern-day Pharisees. The Pharisees from the biblical time, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go read about them. Biggest bunch of fakes you've ever seen in your life. Anyway, anything else? Appreciate it. All right, take care. You're right on. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. By the way, Brandon, all the stuff on Jason Aldean. So Jason Aldean defies the cancel mob. He performed Try That in a Small Town as the crowd chanted USA, USA, USA. What's wrong with that? By the way, Brandon, I heard this song. What's the problem? They were just showing crime. They were showing crime in the inner cities. The same thing that the Democrats, they didn't care if they had crime in their cities, but let January 6th come and let people march. Oh, that's a big deal because Donald Trump's name's on it. They had crime in the inner cities all the time. And Aldine, he played it at his concert. They went nuts. Tried out in a small town. All this, re- all this uh, not protesting, mob-like activity that takes place. That nobody does anything about it. So Jason Aldean stood up and said, uh-uh, I'm going to hang with it. All right, another hour to go. You can check us out, moongraphon.com. Listen live. The rest of you just leaving. God bless. Have a great day. John Kennedy, a little tape from Kennedy, uh, really ripping the Democrats over the racist attacks against Clarence Thomas. We'll play that when we get back as well. So I'm going to wear God bless It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show is here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.